Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And uh, it's a strange, strange day for the Double Dropkick Show. Because it's Monday. Yeah. And we're recording, and this is weird. Weird, it wild is, stuff. Man. It is. I'm, I'm normally would be working today, but I'm off. Your schedule kind of got flip-flopped a little bit. Yeah, I got a, a buddy that uh, he needed some days off, and so I swapped days with him so he could be off. And it kind of freed me. I got, Of course, I got to work our usual recording day, but it freed me up today. And listen. I think the people know any day that we record that ends in Y, it is going to be top-notch, gut-level, white-knuckled excitement and entertainment. What's gut-level? It's gonna. It speaks to people at the core of their being. Okay. okay. Our podcast changes the world. We're not just trying to entertain. No. We're in two. And it's a good thing. <laughs> so you've been doing okay, man? Yes, sir. How about you? Yeah, man. Doing doing really well. We got some feedback on Twitter about our fifth uh fifth anniversary show from uh Carrie Trainum, our good friend mm-hmm. whose dad has the best name of any dad you've <laughs> ever known. That's right. Mr. Rollo. That's right. Rollo. Rollo. I like to call it. <laughs> uh if you're not following at the Trainum. Uh, some of his stuff, you probably, some people may, I don't know. But anyway, it's entertaining. It is entertaining. His back and forth with his dad, with his son, just his succinct tweets. Yeah, he's got a, he has a, a rapist wit. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll take your word You've for it. You've never seen Dumb and Dumber? It's been a long time. <laughs> he's got a rapist wit. <laughs> oh, good night. <laughs> no, no, he's he's a he has a wit about him that I appreciate. Yeah, I would love that. You know, get the three of us in a room and and write a sitcom. Lord have mercy. That would be uh, uh, a preacher, a liberal, and a redneck. Oh, which that's one am a, I? That's a show right there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of preachers, liberals, and rednecks, I was at the WWE house show last night. Uh-huh. Uh, got some uh, tickets from uh, one of your favorite people, the Scottish Prince Joshua Gillespie. Uh-huh. Well, he nice. got some tickets through work, fourth row. So, and now I've never been to a house show, WWE house show. Drake's been to SmackDown with me one time. Uh, the girls had never been, and I, if we had just gotten like, if they were like upper level seats, probably wouldn't have gone. I'm like, man, fourth row, how you turn that down? That's pretty good. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was interesting to me because to hear to talk to the people around us, they d- don't watch wrestling. Uh huh. Like this lady behind me. Whose son is a wrestler that I know. And I didn't know this was his mom until afterwards. First match comes on. It's Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev versus the Usos and the New Day. Triple threat tag team. Was Lana there? I got 
I got you some pictures and video okay. of Lana. Okay. I thought of you. I appreciate that. And uh, Lana was there, and she was in living color. And it was spectacular, I bet. It I wish was, I'd have gone, though. If it was, it, I wish I'd have asked for a ticket. Man. Did you, did you <laughs> work like that? No, no, I was off. The, that the draw for me is is not Rusev, <laughs> not Shinsuke Nakamura, not anybody else you're going to talk about. I think I would have liked to see Lana. Live. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the first match comes in, and she says, "Now are these wrestlers that aren't that good." And I'm like, "Hey, that's man. like saying." That a backup quarterback in the NFL ain't that good. He's a quarterback in the dang NFL. And Shinsuke Nakamura, despite the past year or two, is one of the best workers in wrestling. Yes. Today. Yeah. Uh, And he was in the opening match. Right. And it was entertaining. It was his birthday. Lana sang happy birthday to him in Russian. It was very – if you don't know, WWE house shows, man, they – they show so much more personality. They interact with the crowd much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was fascinated by that. I was. Fa- I don't follow WWE very closely. I thought we were still cheering Rusev. I didn't realize. I thought everybody was into the Rusev day, Rusev day, and everybody was booing him. And I'm like, I thought we like. Thought we were supposed to like him now. Uh-huh. So I didn't get the memo. Uh, the people in front of us. Uh, she was like a big Jeff Hardy fan. The wife was. And she's like, I can't believe he's still wrestling. And Ray Mysterio, it's like there's been like a 15-year gap. The guy behind me, oh, yeah, I hadn't re- watched wrestling Listen, since the early 90s. There's not a 15-year gap. It's just a gap when people stop. I have pe- I had a guy yeah. at work the other week said, that's why McDaniel's still wrestling. <laughs> I mean, you know, how about Ricky Steamboat? Is Ricky Steamboat still around? I know Ric Flair's still around. I mean, really, that's this actually happened. This old dude, that's when the last time he watched wrestling. So he assumed Ricky Steamboat was still around. <laughs> I used to like that Wahoo McDaniels, man. That's just what that when people know what, what you know, right. when, when they quit watching. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, they don't keep up with it. Right. Me, I used to watch baseball all the time, and outside of like Bryce Harper, yeah. and Mike Trout, right? And, um, oh yeah, the you, guy who just signed, I just had his name, McCaddy, Machado, Manny McCaddy, Yeah, yeah. Uh, like outside of a few of those guys, mm-hmm. I don't know baseball after right. Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, yeah. and yeah. Chipper Jones, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> those are you know big poppy. Yeah, uh, you know these are the guys that I remember. Uh, but it, it, that was very. Is Peyton Manning still playing football? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it it was very fascinating, and it gave it gave me a glimpse into WWE that it is the circus. And what also seems like somebody's probably. You said I told that. You that. Oh yeah. It comes to town once a month, and you heard it from somebody else who heard it from somebody else. No, all my thoughts are original. Well, if know. if here's the thing about me, I give credit. Right. I so, probably might have got that from Jim Cornette. Um. <laughs> the. Uh, but that is that is the business. Like, and the people that I talk to, like I'm sitting in front of, uh, sitting around people 
who live in Greenville. And I'm like, you know, there's three wrestling promotions that run within 30 minutes here. And like, they, they, they had no idea there was anything. They did not know there was such a thing as independent wrestling. Had no idea. They came to see Jeff Hardy. Right. They don't care about independent wrestling around here. But I want them to care about independent wrestling. So they will subscribe to my network. So they'll subscribe to the Double Drop Kick Show. So they'll become a patron of the Double Drop Kick Show. Like, I need people to care about these things that a lot of people don't care about. It's financially beneficial. Right. Where are we going to lunch today? I don't know, man. What you in the mood for? Now they're going to get, like, really how we talk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm kind of. We haven't had. We haven't had KFC buffet in a while. True. True. I got some Applebee's gift cards we could do. But the, I, I don't want Applebee's. Okay, well, that's all you got to say. I don't really want it. Joe's New York Pizza. We ain't had one of them thingamadee. But, I, but see, I don't know what your dinner plans are. That's true. Uh, you ain't got like a pot roast in the. You ain't cooking something big for tonight, are you? Ah, we're going to have salmon and a salad. I'm, uh, you know, I'm planning a big trip in a few months. I'm trying to lose some weight. And I got, I think I'm going to have to fly. There's no doubt. I don't think I'm going to have to fly. If You're going to have on the to trip. Fly. I'm going to have to get on an airplane. Yeah. Uh, so we're flying first class, but still. Yeah. Like I still want to be comfortable. Yeah. So I figured maybe I ought to lose a few pounds. I'm going to tell you, Mark, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think you're going to be comfortable on an airplane. I don't care what you No, I know, you know? that I'm not. I, yeah, I'm like, but I, I'm aware no, that I'm not. No, I, be no I'm not talking physically. Right. Like, I, I'm not talking about, you know, the cedar. I'm talking about just your height. Right. Like, I'm aware of. Uh, that's you, why I really haven't flown before. But I think, I think, I think you're going to, I think it's going to be awesome. If the chair, as long as the chair is as big as the one that I'm sitting in right now. Yeah. I could probably fly economy. I don't know, but I've heard that no. the chairs are not. The, no, no, no. That they're You're, very, very small. Yes, and, the, yes, they are. And it was that, or um, it was get. Um, it was buy three tickets or fly first class. Right. And if you buy three tickets and they overbook, then, right. I, then I'd have to wait for the next flight. Right. You know. Um, first class, though. That's. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's the way that the Whitmans yeah. need. That's you. And then oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know where we're going to eat. We got a cut. We got an hour or two. So anyway, figure. yeah, the point is, uh, I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier, but that doesn't mean I won't go out and eat lunch. You know who did not eat healthy was all the people at the bu- the the building is named after a hospital, and people are uh, scarfing down <laughs> nachos and. <laughs> And we went to the Pizza Hut booth. You know what they didn't have? Pizza, pizza and breadsticks. Really? What, I'm like, what did they have? They just had run out. Oh, okay. So it I'm wasn't like, like they showed up. Did you know people were going to be here for this event? Did you know? That's crazy, man. Uh, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so what else? What else kind of kind of food did they have? I mean, typical. Pretzel. I'm more interested in that. Than so, the house show. so the Bond Secure Wellness Arena, they got that Pizza Hut booth. <coughs> they have a deal with Moe's hmm. and then Bojangles, hmm. and then you can get typical, you know, popcorn. Guess what Drake got? Oh, popcorn. He's a popcorn. But guy. it's a. It, we didn't know this because we got it during intermission. 
free refills on the popcorn. I'm like, we should have got this at the beginning of the night. Speaking of, when you go to Disney, make sure you get him a popcorn bucket. Is it free refills? I, I don't think it's free refills, but it's a it's significantly oh. cheaper. I, there's nothing free. I'm glad Drake does not listen to this podcast because I may not tell him about the popcorn bucket. I may have to withhold that from him. There's gonna be, here's the deal. You're gonna see popcorn everywhere. Oh, gotcha. And you can pay seven dollars for a bucket of popcorn every time you see him, or you can pay yeah. like fifteen for the. For the bucket, I think it's like a buck, a buck and a half to refill it or something like that. Ah, okay, Every okay. Time. Don't use your if you get the dining plan. Don't use snack credits for popcorn. No, no, don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I, that's something we need to talk about over lunch. I need some of your yeah. expertise. We're uh, that's right. We, we're making our final arrangements for that. Uh, but overall, the so let me so something happened. Uh, Jeff Hardy, <laughs> boy, we all over the place. <laughs> no, that's good. Jeff Hardy comes out and he gets attacked by Samoa Joe. And uh, Joe just beats him down. And I I think I, I put on, it was Twitter or Facebook. might have been Twitter. And they said, uh, the person said, replies like, oh, that's cool. Is Jeff Hardy there? I'm like, yeah, he came out and got jumped by Samoa Joe. And then they said, oh, spoiler alert, they're going to have a match later. And I replied, that's not much of a spoiler alert. If the very next thing is you tell me, and I was kind of mad about that. You know what else I was mad about? Friday night, or excuse me, Saturday night in Columbia, uh, Becky Lynch came out and attacked Charlotte. Right. So you wanted to see Lana. I wanted to see Becky Lynch. I wanted to see the crowd react. Well, I wanted to see. Uh, I wanted right. to see Becky Lynch, but I wanted to see what the crowd reaction was. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and Oscar gets Charlotte to tap out right in the middle of the ring, which I thought was. Weird, but again, it's a house show. It's not something they're going to publicize everywhere. But then Becky did not come out. And but still, I was, but still, no, no, still, yeah. Why would you have your main event at WrestleMania? Do you re- like imagine? Let's go back to 1987, yeah. whatever year it was, when Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant were going to face each other. I forget what year, yeah. 84, 85, 86, something yeah. like that. And uh, what if? Uh, what if Hulk Hogan had done the house show tour, tapping out to Sergeant Slaughter's Cobra Clutch for three, for three months before? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, why, it's so stupid, man. Right. Yeah, and it's and Charlotte. This is the company that won the wrestling war. Right, right, right. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. How many people were there? The the lower bowl was pretty filled. Right. The upper you, bowl, but uh, you didn't pay for your tickets, right? N- no, the people behind you pay for theirs. There was a large, large contingent of people that did not pay for their tickets, right? Because I'm looking around and I can tell, okay, this is a group that's together, mm-hmm. and I can, t- you know, it's pretty easy to tell. And the way that we got our tickets. It was uh, through a promotional sponsor of the event, and right. they've had those tickets for months. Right. You know? No, I uh, saw the post when the when our mutual friend said, hey, I got more tickets if anybody wants them. Right, right, I right. I saw that. Because um, I almost chimed in when you asked for tickets and yeah. said, hey, can we make that five? Yeah. But, but I had my 
I had some things going on yesterday, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to get away. Yeah, the um, but overall, it was it was a decent show. What I really liked about it, it was uh, a lot of tag team matches, so you got to see a lot of good talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, you know, who would have if you just said four years ago, hey, you're going to go to a WWE house show, and the main event is going to be the women's championship? I'd have been like, yeah, weird. What? Yeah. Um, what 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 really stood stood out to me <laughs> was the shape that the wrestlers in. I know you, you you we talk about the Miz a lot. Um, him and AJ Styles wrestled the bar, uh-huh. and even the Miz, he is in tremendous shape. Uh-huh. I saw how fast they worked. I saw how smooth they worked. I saw. How light they worked, uh-huh. but I saw more selling on that show last night from light work uh-huh. than I saw this the night before at PCW. People or, beating the slop at each other and not selling, and not it. selling anything. Like there was one point, who was it? I think Shinsuke had somebody in the corner, and he was giving him knees, and Shinsuke was just—I mean. Doing everything except actually hitting the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. But the selling and the sound, of, uh, I mean, it was great. And it reminded me, it's like, this is the tag team matches. Wait, you mean the what real wrestling should be, the real art in wrestling is looking like you're hurting somebody without actually doing it? Yes. You're telling me that that's the real point of wrestling? And you know. To get, to get paid a lot of money to not actually hurt somebody? <laughs> As opposed to these guys who go in there and make fifty dollars on a hot dog and a Mountain Dew, and I think you're overestimating. Well, right, <laughs> beat each other half to death. Yeah, I and like there is there is such a disconnect of what it takes to get to the highest level. Oh God, yes, there is such a disconnect, and I saw that more. Last night, and then you know, seeing NXT. Uh, so last- like you spend a lot of time at these independent wrestling shows. Yes, a lot of time. From about the same distance yeah. as you spent at the WWE show, who puts on the better product? Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's WWE. I mean, it's like there's no compare, even. The the even the best independent promotions. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, it's like a whole another. Oh, yeah. It's a whole, literally, it's another universe. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew the answer when I asked the question. No, I just wanted you to say it. No, no. Um, here's the thing. I can't make money off WWE. I can mm-hmm. make money off of the. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But it it was it was a good show. It was old school, man. There wasn't any like like they they didn't take. I mean, all of wrestling is a chance, you know. Who you know? Uh-huh. But they just worked the holds and the the tag team. You know, like I said, it was a lot of tag team matches. <clears throat> they and it was the old school working toward the hot tag, and and it was like. Mm-hmm. Now, what was different? I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. I heard 
and this is Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you don't listen to his podcast, yeah, I think it, his podcast is. If you want to understand wrestling and really how wrestling used to work, yeah, uh, he is the last two weeks has has watched Monday Night Raw. Like for the first time in a very long time, he, yeah, he's watched some wrestling. Like, um, and it all started because the revival won the title. He wanted to see the match. Well, yeah. he could only watch it on demand. Yeah, and he couldn't fast forward. Uh huh. Through the on demand that he was watching. Yeah. So he had to watch this whole episode to get to the match. Yeah. Know? But he wanted to see the match, so he did it. Right. You know? And then he reviewed it. And it was so popular that everybody asked him to do it again. So oh. he watched another episode. And Jim is smart, man. Dude, if you want to hear how to lay out a wrestling TV show. Yeah. Like, he talked about, like, he just, and he said, what I don't understand is all the stuff that I'm telling you, I learned from Vince McMahon. Yeah. And he has stopped doing all this stuff. Yeah. That's what he said. He's like, yeah. I did, he said, I learned how to format a wrestling TV show from from Vince McMahon. Yeah. And he's not doing this stuff anymore. Like, he talked about, and because he's right, it's, I've noticed it. I'm sure you've noticed it. You can tell when a commercial break's coming. Yeah. Because somebody hits this move that lays everybody out. And yeah. they're all outside in the ring. Yeah. Or everybody's everybody's in there and there's a rest hold. And you know that they're going to a break. Whereas his thing was always like, let's go to a break in the action. Yeah. As somebody's fixing to hit a move. Yeah. So you say, God, what happened? Right. And then right. when he would say when they would come back, now he said they come back and they're in a rest hold. He said, I always wanted to cut in like on a guy coming off the ropes yeah to make it look like the action had kept going through the, through the just little stuff like that, yeah man. but i completely forgot the point that i where where did we start at because i had a point we're talking about old school wrestling that the the house oh, show the hot was, tag right he, anyway he that's what made when you said hot tag he broke down what a real tag team hot tag yeah is uh-huh and like how it's like he talked about all this tag team, like the blind tag slapping yeah. the opponent on the back that yeah. everybody does now. Yeah, and how like he thought that was stupid, and and he's right. I can remember being um, years ago, being in a tag team, and I guys had been beating me up, and I started making a comeback, and then after the match, like getting chewed out, that I stole. My partner. Oh. Um, it wasn't my job to make the comeback. It was mm-hmm. my job. I didn't understand. Like, it was not my job to look like a hero. Right. It was my job to get beat up and let him look like a hero. Yeah. And I didn't understand that. Right. At the time. Um, and then, like, he <laughs> talked about how what a, a real hot tag is not making a little bit of a comeback. Mm-hmm. And and then going and tagging your opponent, it's being as far away as possible with an obstacle between you and the opponent, with your partner sitting there with both both feet on the floor with his hand out, and you making it past your opponent, and you beating the obstacle. All hope should be lost yeah. that you're going to make the tag. You should right. not have done anything offensive. Yeah, you know. And just that reminded me of the hot tag thing. I, it's interesting. Like I would highly, if you want to know how to format. A TV show, mm-hmm. he would be the guy. I, like I would definitely recommend those two episodes of his podcast. That's that's one of the things we're at 
when when we were heavily involved with three count that's we were trying to create a weekly youtube show along the same i was my goal was to create a weekly 30 minute youtube show along the same lines as what we grew up watching that the end mm-hmm. would be oh my goodness we're out of time mm-hmm. that kind of thing and uh we formatted one show like that and it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And the and the show was, it was an eight-match show where got, some guys worked twice. And, I, you know, we had a vision for it. And I feel like on the, on, the, on the editing side, we put out four really good episodes. Mm-hmm. But as far as live, it was a lot to man. Like, we, it was one of those times we needed somebody, a director. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And we really didn't have that. So now I think what we've got to do, especially with the network, is we've got to help promotions understand, yeah, you, you're you're doing a live show, mm-hmm. but you got to think, you, you, if you draw 200 people here, your goal should be that there's another t- even more than that, triple that, uh-huh. could watch it online. Uh-huh. So you've got to think about those people. You can't just think about the one night. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, I agree. And so I'm, that's the side of wrestling I'm very fascinated with. I've read, you know, you introduced me to his Midnight Express scrapbook, and it's got some of his TV formats in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually inspired me when we were doing stuff with Three Count. Um, but that's you that's, should go back and listen to those two. Episodes. Well, I definitely it, will. It I is, appreciate your insight like, into that. Well, especially, I know what you do. I mean, like that. All of y'all that are involved with yeah. the, that network need yeah. to listen to those. Um, um, so one, and it's, you got to uh, like with everything else, you got to take what works for you, and yeah, you know, and it's easy for him uh, to sit back and hide it. But there are things like that that he talks about that just make sense. Like, and then what he says, man, I learned this from Vince McMahon. I don't understand yeah. why he stopped doing this stuff. Yeah. And he even talked about things we've talked about before when they have these meetings or these business meetings and everybody's lined up in a line looking at the camera. And that's so unnatural. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody stands, even you and I right now who are, kind of the way that they are when they have those things but we're yeah. still facing one another we're yeah. not facing forward looking you know what right, I mean? right 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 it's so unnatural if we were having a real business meeting we would never look at the camera no we would like when think about the old um when they announced starcade and they had all those guys sitting around the table or hogan and andre when they had their contract signing and they were on opposite sides of a table looking at one another yeah they looked at one another you know how they used to know how to frame that stuff and jack tunney would be at the end of the table he would look he would speak mm-hmm. to the camera and then the camera would zoom out and you would see this full shot oh yeah nobody was having personal conversations and acting like there right. wasn't a camera there which is what i hate about raw i hate that right the people that are just randomly having these conversations as though there's not a, a camera there right there right. i think there should just always be an interview and somebody interrupts the interview so this, why not just do it that way right right you know, but that's the that's um monday morning quarterback and the, or tuesday morning quarterback um one of the matches was um nikki cross came out I'm not. I'm not very familiar. I know she just got called up from mm-hmm. the at the Royal Rumble, 
And that was my first really exposure to her. I don't know, Nikki Cross. This is not a shot at her character or integrity or what type of person she is. Mm -hmm. But as she got in the ring, I thought back to something you, you have said many times. And I watched her, and I'm like, I feel like I am watching somebody cosplaying being a wrestler right yes. now. That she is acting how she thinks she's supposed to be acting. And... Mm -hmm. I know. I I was just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying. I was trying to decide: is she pretty or is she not? I mean, not that that matters. <laughs> but like, she just got. She does have a unique look she to does. her. Yeah, She's she got does. unique gear. She's a little bit different. Um, I was just trying to get a feel for her because she's Scottish, but that's not part of who she is. Mm -hmm. She's from Scotland or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, then Lacey, Lacey Evans is her partner. We saw Lacey Evans at the NXT show, and. She was she was okay. She's gonna hurt herself for long. You think so? She drags her feet when she bumps. Oh, good insight. Good insight. I saw it at the Royal Rumble. She had several times when she would bump, she would drag her feet. She's oh wow! Gonna wind up hurting herself. Um, she has. I noticed a little bit last night. It might have been that she was in her home state. She she has a little bit of she has that quality. She does. She has she a has, quality that Nikki Cross doesn't have. She does, man. She's got a presence. Yes, there you um, go. Thank you. I saw when I she first come out at the Royal Rumble and she did that stare down with Charlotte. Mm -hmm. I went over oh, there. They're they're planning that match. Yeah. That's oh, I've heard Lacey Evans is Vince is strapping mm -hmm. a rocket to her. Uh, Vince has got a type. Yes. Um and they wrestled the iconics. Who I don't let me tell you, I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed watching them mm. because they were making quick like everything they did in the match as a team was logical. And I'm talking about the, you talk about quick tags getting in and out. I was. Very impressed. Now they was, did some big move at the that elimination chamber. Uh -huh. It was a great tag team move. Really, I don't remember what it was, but it was a. Great, I haven't. I haven't watched a it minute. Was a really good of elimination. Oh chamber. man, it's uh, it's not. I tell you, if you haven't, you should go back and watch the men's match. With, yeah, uh, with that last part with mm -hmm. Brian and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, but they do that every couple of years. They have you think a guy's going to win. And right, he doesn't win, but they should. To me, uh, you know, way off topic, but they got this this good opportunity with Kofi Kingston, yeah, um, right now to do something. It doesn't have to be permanent, but it, and I'm not a he deserves it kind of guy, right? I don't believe that just because somebody's been with the company that they yeah. should get a chance with the title. I don't yeah. think everybody's a world champion, right? But I do think. That right now people are behind him, and you can strike while the iron's hot, and you can get a good WrestleMania deal, and it'll make the people happy. Yeah, it'll be a feel-good moment, and yeah. you don't have to keep the title on him forever. Nah. but man, they should. To me, that's lightning in a bottle right now. I'm going to tell you, the crowd last night. Kofi was in the tag team match with Big E. Who, Big E is so inner. He is. Man. He is a showman. Mm -hmm. He has made some chicken salad, 
And you hear about all these guys. This is what I felt from Big E. You hear about all these guys, oh, they don't like their spot and they're not happy. Let me tell you, Big E, he, he's either a great actor or he was having the time of his life up there. I mean, they're, in, they're not in a bad spot, though. I, you right. know, I, like, I, I don't want anybody on the roster to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really want anybody that doesn't want to be the world champion. No, that, yeah, like, that 100%. should be everybody's 100%. goal is to be the right. top guy in the company. But right. also, you have to be realistic and understand that's not going to be everybody's right. role. Right. But I've always, like, Big E is a guy, if they ever decided to break him off on his own, and he could, I really think he could play, if you can let him use his natural charisma yeah. and tap into that. Yeah. He could be huge, man. Yes, he could be a big star. I, I, and he already is. I mean, right. they, they, like you said, they gave him this thing that wasn't great, and those guys took it and made it their own, and it's it's really worked out for them. They made a lot of money. Yeah, how can you not be happy? You know right. what I mean? You, right. But I do think they could do a lot more with him too. I think Xavier Woods is where Xavier Woods, yeah, needs to be. Right, right, right. Uh, I think Kofi's a guy that you can always get a good match out of. But Big E to me, I think if I think eventually Xavier Woods could be a good cruiserweight champion. Mm -hmm. He could be a mainstay on two hundred five. Very entertaining. Very charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, the the iconics. I was that was a it was a it was a. It was a pretty entertaining match, but then I just don't get. Uh, yeah, I, I, like even like the worst workers on WWE, the worst. If you picked out, boy, this person kind of sloppy here, here. Uh-huh. They are light years ahead of some of the. The best, best workers. On right. Oh, yeah. We just both did air quotes right. at the same time. Right. Kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could have told you. i tell you who impressed me. At yeah. I mean, this is going to shock everybody that I say it. Right. The stuff that The Miz is doing right now is very entertaining. Yeah. The Miz. All right, so this, this whole. A lot of people do that I'm shocked mm-hmm. thing. He did it better than anybody I've seen do it in a long time when he got beat at Elimination Chamber. Really? Like, not just shot, but like let down. Yeah. That he had that he had talked Shane McMahon into being his partner and they had done, and then he let him down. Yeah. When he got beat. Wow. And you know what it's heading toward. We we yeah. know that it's leading towards him. Yeah. Turning on shape, but like this, the Miz is a guy that I can't believe I'm gonna say this that I have sort of become a fan of, right? Over the past year, his pro, he's like, I think he's one of those rare guys like The Rock, mm-hmm. and that's putting him in pretty high regard, yeah. A lot of guys can be given a promo mm-hmm. that somebody else wrote for them, yeah, and they don't know how to make it their own, right. I think that the talent that the Miz has is that he can be given something that somebody else wrote and he can deliver it in a way that it's natural that he said it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's good at that. And I think he's good at cutting his own promos off the cuff 
and his ring work has improved. Yes, it has tremendously. There yeah. was a time you talk about cosplay and a wrestler. Yeah, he looked like a guy that was pretend that was wrestling in a style that we used to wrestle in when we were pretending that we were on TV. Yeah, that's what he looked like in the ring to me. Yeah, all we talked about he would. You could always tell he would hesitate for a minute, or he yeah. would draw up, and he would he would anticipate moves, and he, you know what I mean. Yeah, his, yeah. his body language would tell you somebody's fixing to hit him. It, it didn't seem natural, but he is like over the past year has turned a corner. Yeah, and he has become one of the most entertaining guys in that company. Yeah, he was super. Uh, he was super over with the crowd last night. He and AJ, like I said, wrestled the bar. Who I mean, just such a good, uh, such a good entertaining match, and uh, again, just very, very old school. Mm-hmm. E- uh, even um, coming out of intermission, uh, Gallows and Anderson wrestled Eric Young, and what's that other dude's name? Killian Dane is that yeah. his name? And uh, and that was a pretty entertaining match, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the popcorn match because you're coming back from your seat. But Gallows and Anderson, man, everybody speculates about them going somewhere. They're making more money than they've ever made in their whole life. I was talking. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I talked to somebody, and I, I said, you know, it's a, it's a – can you imagine being in WWE and you work four days a week? You do mm-hmm. – you do, <laughs> three house shows, and then you do TV. Mm-hmm. Can could you imagine going to four different cities and never getting out of the back? Yeah. And and uh, Boomer Payne said I'd sign up for that. Mm-hmm. Get paid and not have to do yeah something with my body. I think what people have to understand with some of these guys is it's always you know people would say the same thing. Uh, Bruiser Brody mm-hmm. years ago, everybody said. Um, the what everybody assumed he would do, mm-hmm. he knew that his career would end with him taking that leg drop from Hulk Hogan. Right. That's kind of where he saw his retirement happen. And, and I think you have to get a lot of these guys. I almost understand a guy like Dolph Ziggler that came up in that program yeah. that wants to go somewhere else. Yeah. Like I could understand that. Yes. Yes. You know, but for these guys that went and artistically and creatively did what they want to do. AJ Styles is a good example. Yeah. And then you get to finish up your career making the big money. Yeah. So maybe you sacrifice a little bit of the, I can do what I want to do. Right. Or I'm going to be a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. And you sacrifice that. Yeah. For a good five or six year run. Yeah. Where you make, you know, eight, $900,000 a year. Yeah. And set yourself up. And then now, I think now, listen, super nice guy, Duke the Dumpster Drossy mm-hmm. is making appearances. Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Uh-huh. I think guys are seeing, man, I, I, if I can just go to WWE for three years, save up, I can make it on the indies right. forever. Dude, if I'm, uh, man. Run down the list. If I'm Kevin Owens, if I'm Daniel Bryan, if I'm AJ Styles, if I'm any of those guys, mm-hmm. I have to look at Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and say, 
Man, if Cody <laughs> No, right. Hundred percent. Yes. Can leave. Yeah. And and do what he's done. Right. I'm I'm Daniel Bryan. Yeah. He's infinitely ahead. Yeah. Of, of Cody Rhodes. Or AJ. And that's why Kenny Omega, I mean, had, had it not been for this AEW, there's no way Kenny Omega doesn't go take the right. AJ Styles deal right. for five or six years. Right. And then leave. And 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 kudos, we haven't really talked a lot about AEW. But if you're telling me, all right, I can go work for Vince, and I'm, let's say I can go work for Vince, and I can make a million dollars. But Vince is in charge. Or I can go work here for $750,000, but I'm an executive, and I get health care uh-huh. and travel. And I'm I'm with my friends. I'm, yes. You know. And I, why not? Why not, man? If I'm... So, if I'm Dolph Ziggler, yeah, there he's always a good example of a guy that I think should, leave, as Jim Ross would say, go learn a new hole. Yeah, you know, yeah, because he's as far as he's ever going to go. Yeah, so I can understand a guy like him yeah. wanting to leave and try something different. Yeah, but I also understand why the Anderson and Gallows of this world, right, would go there to make that big money, right, for a few years. And I would in in. in I've heard Anderson Gallows, their deals are up at the after WrestleMania. Totally wouldn't be surprised if they went to AEW. No, no, I would think that's probably going to happen. And, like, i tell you another stupid thing I heard. Okay. <laughs> was, was it something I said? No, 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 okay, no. Believe no. it or not, no, it was somebody else. Um, that the Usos contract's up in April and they want to get fired. Why? Yeah. Why would they want to get fired? Right. When AEW is, they're not going to start taping TV till like next October. Right. Right. Yeah. Why would they want to get fired now? Why not? Like they can finish their contract. Right. In yeah. good standing. Yeah. Walk out with a handshake. Right. Leave the right way. Hey, we're going to go see what they can offer us, man. Right. We're going to go get over. We're going right. to do something different. And we can always come back because we left on you're good terms. You're telling term. me that a man, you're telling me. That a man of color is going to tempt fate with police officers, like that he's doing that just to get fired. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing. I've that ever, really is yeah, the that dumb. Is, that is dumb. He did. Not it, it, no, it was dumb. It was dumb what he did. Like absolutely, I'm uh, not yeah. defending what he did. No, yeah, you know? just, yeah. I think um, if he did it, uh, allegedly did uh, what he allegedly did is like, what are you doing? And then, but but to think that. Two people in Detroit got intoxicated and then are like, you know what? If we can get fired now, we can get the AEW money. But what? But, well, that we can get anyway in a month. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I don't, right. I don't understand that. That. Uh, that. Who thought that was true? Listen, five years from now, AEW may not be here in five years. WWE is going to be here in five years. Mm, probably. Uh, they are making money. You know they have what the what the children call multiple streams of income. Yeah, I think I read that they made a hundred million dollars last year on two shows in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, the line, jeez, oh, man, the line to the merchandise last night. Mm-hmm. Kudos to WWE too 
they've created the queue system mm-hmm. where it's not just everybody walking up to the table and trying to figure Good. it out. They have four lines. Mm-hmm. They, excuse me. They have four checkout points. Uh-huh. And you queue. And it was wrapped around. And then the guy comes and says, all right, next. Uh-huh. And he's standing there. And he's pointing. Very organized. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that they're a merchandise company that puts on wrestling. This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's why... You know, you hear uh, what's somebody got? Was it? I don't. Was, it wasn't tied to it. Somebody else got TJ. TJ Perkins. Yeah, got, got fired for getting a tattoo. What? Because he didn't ask for permission. Baron Corman wanted to. Sh- Remember, we talked about how he needed to shave his head. Yeah, he knew it. Yeah, he'd been wanting to shave his head for a long time, uh-huh. and Vince wouldn't let him. Oh, they have to ask for permission to get tattoos and haircuts because of the likenesses. Ooh. In video games. Well, that's the big deal with figure. Randy Orton now is, wasn't, didn't his tattoo artist sue them for the video game? I think so, yeah. But, hey, y'all didn't. Yeah, I think so. I think I remember hearing that. I don't know if that's going to hold up. Once you have put your, it uh, seems like the person whose artwork the body is on. I don't know how that It works. seems to me that what he's probably looking for is. Because Randy Orton's tattoos are very nice. They're very well done. It's yeah. obviously he he paid a lot a of money. A professional. to do those tattoos. Yeah. The guy probably just wants the credit so that people will know you can go to a, his tattoo shop. And right. Get, right. You know. Of course, now I guess Gallows, does he own a tattoo shop in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Or he has a place that he he goes and... Um, So yeah, it was a very it was it was very interesting to see the house show. The uh, again, just the clockwork with which they run. The show started at seven, six o'clock. Video started, mm-hmm. an hour long video thing, and I that's the kind of stuff I take notes on because the independent shows there comes a point you get in early. You go by the merchandise tables, and and most of the time, music's playing way too loud. Boy, what, ain't that the truth. What can you do if you got a video screen? If you have a video <clears throat> screen, why just put up still pictures for an hour? Mm-hmm. What can you do to engage people and maybe do a poll? And um, WWE, I mean, the NXT show and last night, they say, hey, Tweet this out. Use this hashtag if you want to see this match, this match, or this match. And um, people get on The only people in the wrestling business that need to be doing anything different than WWE right now is AEW. They're the only ones that need to be doing everything opposite. Right. Well, to me. Which I thought was great. Somebody texted Cody and asked if they were going to have a presence at WrestleMania weekend, and he said no. Yeah, he said that's WWE's weekend. Right. It's not right. our weekend. They he, want to create their own weekend. Yeah. WWE is not like, all right, we're going to run Vegas May 25th. If they are, they're doing it out of spite. Right. If right. they do it like they did with uh, with WrestleCade last year. Or, or year two before, years ago. Two years ago. Um, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Interesting. Um. Let's uh, uh, briefly um, 
WrestleMania. I don't. What are the matches? I, I haven't been following. What, Rollins and Lesnar. Rollins and Lesnar. What? How do you think that's? I mean, I don't know. Are they going to put Rollins over finally, or are they just waiting and waiting and waiting? I think it just depends on uh, what their plans are after that. I mean, I've heard now that um, they really want to build Lashley up as um, a serious contender to Lesnar, and if they do that. Do you keep the title on him? Okay. Or so, do you let Rollins get the title, then you have Lesnar eat a couple of people. You build Les, you build Lashley up, and then you do that at SummerSlam where it's not for a title. Yeah. It's just two grown men. It's just men. two big, you know, big horses getting in there. Have um, you been following this – so Matt Riddle, his thing he's been saying for two or three years is that he wants to retire Brock Lesnar. Now Matt Riddle's in NXT, mm-hmm. and he cut a promo the other day or did an interview, and he's like, he said, I think I can get a great match out of Brock Lesnar. I'm sure he could. I think we would work. He said, but I, I want to retire Brock Lesnar. I don't want anybody else to beat him. I want to be his last right. match. And I have to think. Like, it's one thing to say, all right, we're going to, hey, Matt, we're going to video interview with you. Right. It's another thing to say, man, let's share this. Let's share this everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, and I do think that would be a, I think Lesnar versus Riddle. Because he's Do the UFC weigh-in. Yeah. Riddle has charisma coming out his rear end. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> his rear end. Um, yeah, and he's believable. Yeah. Could, yeah, I believe that he could get in there and legitimately have a fight with Brock Lesnar and stand right. his ground because he he is he legitimately does have an MMA background. Right, and he's uh, he's, he's a, a hoss too, man. He's a big old dude. Yeah, but he's not. He's this that he's that tall. He's got a fighter's angle. frame though. Yes, but he's tall. But he has a fighter. He's like deal. Kevin Von Erich, but like a foot taller and. Yeah. Twice the muscle. I've, I think I told you a few weeks ago. He reminds me of Kerry uh, Von Eric. He yeah, looks like he looks 100%. like Kerry, and he works like David. Yeah, you know, that's. I mean, God, he's an incredible worker. Yeah, he's just a guy. He is money. He's got it. He is money, man. If if he's, I mean, he's a guy. They don't know. Like, yeah, that's fine to call up Ricochet and all right. those other guys. When Matt Riddle gets called up, it needs to be a big deal. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a mass. Ricochet, I love Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Live gave me a whole new appreciation for him. Uh-huh. Love the guy. Like his, I like his, I, I like his, I like his stuff. I just think he's such an incredible athlete. He is. But Ricochet's not your WrestleMania main oh, event. God, no, no, no. But Ricochet's got a place on the card. Although I would love to see him and Brock Lesnar because I know that he would just fly all over the place for Lesnar. Yeah, wow. I think it'd be a great match. So back to – but Matt Riddle, that's WrestleMania main event. Yes. Written all over. That's an attraction. Yes. Him him and Lesnar at WrestleMania next year. Oh. Big attraction. Um, Uh. Rollins and Lesnar, we haven't had them in singles competition. They've wrestled in. They had Rollins that incredible in match. Triple threat yeah, with that Cena. incredible oh, match with Cena. Yeah. Wasn't that great? God, that was such a good. I need to go back and watch Yes, that. we do. 
That's yes, such we, a good match, man. Yeah. God, I love that match. That was good, That's one man. of my favorite matches from the past five years. Yeah. Well, yes. Incredible Without a doubt. Match. Yeah, I love that match. I want to go back and watch it again. We may man. watch it today. We may have to. My internet's working, so. Hey, no. That even down Allegedly. Here, Allegedly. Even down here in the Batcave. Yeah, man. Actually, I don't think this is more of a rat cave. Uh, anyway. There may be a bat or two. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I to be honest, of course I'll watch WrestleMania. I'm not overly excited for it. I'm not any more excited about it than I am anything else. I still, like, I know, uh, you know, our friend Hofer, mm-hmm. we were kind of talking about, man, um, Elimination Chamber just seemed like a souped-up version of um, SmackDown and Fast mm-hmm. Lane kind of feels that way. But I think it should be that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I look at those pay-per-views now, the Elimination Chambers and whatnot. Those are the new Saturday Night Main Events. Yes. And Clash of the Champions. Mm-hmm. You know, that are kind of... You get to see bigger matches. You get to see some title changes and stuff. Like, that's the way I view those. So I don't expect them to be as good as WrestleMania. And the truth is, the two two leading up <coughs> to WrestleMania shouldn't be no. as big as WrestleMania. Um, that Like, WrestleMania is WrestleMania for a reason. I don't think that they should necessarily be the, as good. And but, shouldn't have the big marquee matches. But WrestleMania... We'll have 14 matches, and we know one. We we know the women are going to – it's probably going to be the triple threat. Uh-huh. Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte. I don't think that's probably. I well, think that's a, um, that's a it's, it's not officially announced yet. Lesnar and Rollins is the only officially announced match. Yeah, and evidently Rollins is hurt. Oh. So I don't know. They say he's going to be good for WrestleMania, so we'll see. And you got Reigns coming back tonight. And yeah. I'm, I'm just not convinced. We need to release this episode today. Yeah, I'm not convinced that he's not going to be involved in WrestleMania in some way. Guest timekeeper? I th- no, I, th- <laughs> I, th- I expected him last week. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I thought, and I get announcing him ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would have been great when Strowman was getting beat down by Lashley and McIntyre, who I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan. Yeah. And um, Lashley, McIntyre, and whoever. um, Corbin? Corbin, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of your favorites. Yeah, one of my favorites. Who has gotten better. The haircut has helped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He he doesn't need to be wrestling in street clothes. No. Um, But who has some – he's a good athletic big man. Yeah, very athletic. You know, very, very athletic guy. But I thought it would have been cool if during the beatdown, maybe it happens last week and nothing happens. And then maybe this week, if you wanted to bring Reigns back unannounced, that his music hits and he comes down and helps Strowman yeah. if he's ready to come back. And I think he is. I don't think they're bringing him back and him not ready to to do something, to become physically involved. That's what I think. Hmm. I think he's coming back. I hope he's coming back, man. Because um, the show's better when he's on it. 
He's like John Cena, man. You ain't necessarily got to like him, but the show is better when he's That's on. who my kids wanted to see last night. I'm my kids you. were like, is John Cena going to be in there? I'm like, no, he doesn't uh, wrestle a whole lot right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be on WrestleMania? I don't know. It doesn't look like it. I, maybe he comes back and helps Strowman. Undertaker, is he going to be on WrestleMania? I don't think so. Man. I want to say we got a, we got an Undertaker topic that's going to be part yeah. of a bigger. Yeah. I want to say that. Yeah, we uh, got all this other stuff that we wanted to talk about that we never got to. No, no, no. Uh, I, I intentionally, I want to oh, keep know. those separate. I knew what you were doing. Yeah. You didn't intentionally do I intentionally. I intentionally. I intentionally we both bring that stuff up. I wasn't going to let you bring it up. Yeah, you would. If I brought it up, we'd have nope, talked about it. Let's nope. talk about The Undertaker. Right no, now. not right now. Hey, <laughs> fans, uh, we're on Twitter. I'm at Heath Mulliken. I'm at the DDK Show. Uh, hey, we do have, um, you can become a patron of the Double Dropkick Show. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, okay? Uh, with things that have happened over the last month, uh, I did get behind with some of our rewards for some of our patrons, but every week... If you like, um, uh, so becoming a patron, you get into our patrons only uh, Facebook group uh, where we talk about things on there that we typically don't, uh, you know, talk about on the show. We also uh, Mark is 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 interactive on there, sharing his thoughts on things that again things we don't talk about on. Uh, the show, if you're interested, especially in Southeast Independent Wrestling, I do a behind-the-scenes every week. Uh, we're doing – we have a lot we're doing for our patrons. Again, I got a little behind, but that's going to be uh, – we're going to be back and up and running with that this week. It's for a dollar a month. A dollar a month. $12 a year uh, for less than I would spend at Taco Bell. You can, you can be a member for the whole year. And – I mean, and you can tell your friends, like when you go and you ask a girl out on a date and she's like, well, what do you do? And it's like, well, first, let me just tell you this. I'm a patron of the Double Dropkick show. You know, I heard somebody say the other day, um, he's a patron. Yeah. Um, he's well connected. Yeah. In the wrestling industry. Yeah. He knows a lot of people. Helped a lot of people that you've seen on TV get their start. Yeah. And he said, there's only two podcasts I listen to. Jim Cornette's and the Double Dropkick Show. Yeah. And I was proud of that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, When, um, yeah, we we have uh, our patrons are an eclectic group of people. That all, is walks, a fact. all walks that alive. Is a fact. Uh, people in the wrestling business, people not in the wrestling business. And so it's a very strange community. And listen, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get insight in that group, not just from us, but because of the people we've mm-hmm. attracted, they have some different insights. And uh and it's it's pretty cool. And and I'm gonna be honest, like when you become a patron, like uh I I, I probably I can't speak for Mark, but uh, patrons message me all the time mm-hmm. talking about stuff. And, I, I man, I love that. Mm-hmm. And that's stuff I don't – if you're not – I mean, I talk to everybody. But if you're a patron, I'm going to get a little more in-depth with you. 
mm-hmm. on those one-on-one conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we get we got a lot to get to today, man. I'm excited about some of our other uh, topics. Uh, the goal, hopefully, is that it is February 25th, and that's when you're listening to this episode before the big raw in Atlanta, which I thought about going to, but dude, that is such a like literally to to go to Raw in Atlanta, you gotta leave at like two o'clock. Yes. Because of the traffic, gotta eat at the varsity. Yeah. Gotta park. Although man, last time You think we could get tickets now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we could decide right now to go and we could go. I see the wheel turning <laughs> in your mind. Hmm. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are they at the Phillips Arena? Yeah, Phillips Arena. I wonder what front row seats cost if there's any available. Let's go. Hey, this is this is good. This is good. Uh, hold on, what is this? Uh, let's see here. I got this good old StubHub app. Let's go right here. WWE. Three upcoming events. Well, they're in Savannah tonight. How many tickets to lower level? This sitting on the floor. This is lower level, $82. Let's do floor seats. Floor seats, holy crap. Floor seats, third row, where you'd be on the hard cam, $807 a piece. On stove, what about like? Legitimate now the other side, size. the other side, uh, four hundred seventy-four. Uh, let's look at this upper level. Let's look at the Mulligan level. <laughs> Fifty dollars. I thought I saw. I saw somewhere thirty. All right, let's go to Ticketmaster. I wonder if there's even tickets. I mean, there got to be tickets left on Ticketmaster. You would think. <laughs> the last time we went to SmackDown at Phillips, it was pretty. It was pretty full and. Um, And SmackDown's in Charlotte tomorrow night. Well, that's not what I want. I don't want SmackDown. I want uh, I want WWE. All right, let's see here. This is captivating. Monday Night Raw for the audience. This would be good for a video podcast. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Well, that's just telling me I don't want Charlotte. I want Atlanta. You morons. See, that's why I don't like the Ticketmaster app. Well, son of a gun, I'm sitting here telling you (laughs) what I want. Yeah, I can't even pull it up. Uh Uh-oh. Maybe we should continue this. No, no, no. Here we go. Monday Night Raw State Farm Arena. Well, so it's not Phillips Arena anymore. Okay. All right, upper level. Section 223, row K, uh, $34. $34. Now, let me, let's go down here. No matching. T- the only tickets left on Ticketmaster are upper level. Huh. Uh, and those are the one, $34. The highest level 
uh, face value thirty four dollars. Upper that's the upper 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 level of the State Farm Arena, which is probably where we sit when we went and saw Survivor Series, right? No, we were in that middle. We were in that. That's there's right. a mid middle tier there, uh, and uh, so yeah. So if you want to go, if me and you want to go, I mean, you just need to go to the ATM to get those eight hundred and seventy five dollars seats. Hang on, I got that. I'd have to write a check. I probably got five on me. You got five on it. Uh. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, did you watch the Oscars last night? What do you think? Me neither. I have, I have zero interest. Had you heard of any of the movies besides Black Panther? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I saw. What did you think of that? I liked it. I did, too. I really enjoyed it, man. I really enjoyed it. How many chair shots would you give it? Oh, four out of five, man. I I thought it was a really good movie. I'd give it. I'd give it. Not very accurate, historically. Oh. But still a very good movie. Uh, No. It was was completely accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. A lot of people don't know this. Freddie Mercury didn't even sing. Huh? He was just a front man. He lip synced. Freddie Mercury was the original Millie Vanilli. You were stupid. You didn't know that? This is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing ever. That's a good way to end for the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.